duro corazón El tiempo pasó, me arrepentí Ahora pediré tu perdón Mi indecisión causó el gran error Me dominó el temor Hello everybody, welcome to We View Yasha I'm Sean I'm Lindsay Lindsay, how was your week? I was awesome. You were just telling me how great your vacuum cleaner was. <laughs> Tell our listeners. That made the week. <laughs> in case Shark wants to sponsor us, they make a pretty good mid-range vacuum that cleaned up the floor that I sit on when we record. So, thumbs yeah, up. Looks like it just moved in. <laughs> I'm so happy. Let's talk about A Wicked Smile, Kikio's Wandering Soul. What do you think the Wicked Smile refers to? Well, I'm imagining it's her. Because they do refer to her, you know, as a demon and not belonging here, um, and that she's evil. Kind of killed a monk. Yeah. I mean, kind of asked for it, but <laughs> I don't think he asked for it. <laughs> he was just she, doing his job. No, she said, "Leave me alone." <laughs> well, all demons Carry are going to say that. And he's like, "Nope." He died in he the service fight of, to the death. <laughs> of doing his duty. <laughs> But uh, for he had sure, no upper lip, like his, his teeth look good yeah, all the time. I imagine he had fake wooden teeth or something. Mm. Or uh, if we're going to be cynical about it, they made him weird looking so that we wouldn't be too sympathetic to him when he gets that dragon claw stuck in his throat. <laughs> yeah, but we can talk about he that. Was not in the road <laughs> when it comes up. No, he was a proper monk, <laughs> boring to everybody, and not a cute boy. <laughs> He was good at sex. Well, uh, I would say a wicked smile, maybe deep beneath her, there is something dark about her that uh, when she fools people kind of is the grin or perhaps her idea of eventually having revenge on Inuyasha. Yeah, I feel like, I don't think it's very accurate. I mean, she did in this episode, she wasn't out to cause trouble. She wanted to live a quiet life in this village. No, and I'll say I had to rewind uh, the second time I watched it when I watched the dub because I missed a very important bit of information. The first time I watched it, I had no sympathy for her that I was on board with the monk getting her out of the town. But uh, then one line stuck out, which was, these women are already dead. It's like, oh, She's not collecting the souls of tragic women who are living. They're... She's not killing them. No, that's what I missed. Oh, yeah. Still not good because she's preventing <laughs> these women from moving on to the afterlife. And, you know, in a strange way, being a permanent soul piper, um, bringing yeah. them under her protection as she wanders. Not as bad as I initially thought. So I, I'm going to have to retcon some of my notes. But... <sighs> Yes, I am more sympathetic towards her. However, um, there is a darkness about her that needs to be solved one way or another. I think in this episode, she is still consumed by her hatred. Yes, it's all she has. It's the only thing that's really uh, animating the clay body that she inhabits. Yeah, although she's willing to put it aside, you know, live a quiet life. Mm -hmm. With these kids in this village. With the one big problem of collecting the souls of dead people. Because they're at night and everyone's sleepy. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she goes off to the, she was not doing Are it you being a Kikyo apologist? Not, not in the town square. I don't like your hard line pro Kikyo. <laughs> Let's talk about this moment, though. Uh, this episode begins, at least, uh, right where the last one left off, where they're at the giant miasma crater. Mm -hmm. I think a super small recap. I think yeah. we saw like the first 30 seconds. At the end of the last mm -hmm, one. Where Moroku and Kaede are mm -hmm. uh, recapping what they know. I thought this scene took place, you know, pretty much after uh, uh, Naraku leaves. And they're just watching. But it's some minutes after. Because yeah. Inuyasha has picked a new pouting tree. Yeah. <laughs> a little higher than his other ones. <laughs> yeah. And he's pointing out what you pointed out to me last time. That Kikyo chose death instead of resurrecting herself with the Shikan Jewel. And Kagome is watching him from below, but also thinking about Kikyo. And their eyes meet, and it's an amazing moment where they both, uh, the full weight of the seriousness of this situation yeah. is hitting them. And it was my favorite part of this episode, where they're united for one goal, very briefly. Yeah, um, Kagome is like realizing too the depth of Kikyo's feelings for Inuyasha. Mm -hmm. Although yes, she died hating him, she also chose to follow him in death instead of, you know, killing him and then just continuing on with her life. Yeah, without the uh, I, I found this too bereft of any romance. The romance element was completely absent. That it's it's more of a a friendship between them that is now in peril because of this problem that they have to solve. And they're both, it's really the last moment of unity we get from them before uh, other feelings crop up throughout yeah, the rest of the episode, think, uh, which we'll talk about yeah. <laughs> probably in the next one, episode 23, that after our opening credits bumper, where we're still not ever going to understand that wicked smile portion, uh, they have come across another town where... <laughs> Moroku defends himself, claiming, oh, we have an actual reason to be here. I'm not going to lie about the dark cloud, guys. There's a hot princess here. Who's dead. Who has just died. So we're going to solve this problem. They're worried about her soul being stolen. Yeah, because young women, are their souls are, and her father's like, you know, it's enough of a tragedy that she's dead. I just can't stand for her soul to be taken as well. What kind of monster would steal women's souls? <laughs> uh, bias. And Moroku still cons a bunch of food out of them. Oh my gosh, so much food. Those rice bowls were as tall as they were. <laughs> really too much food. I'm sure Shippo ends up eating most of it anyway. <laughs> and it is also revealed that um, the princess has a younger sister and uh, Moroku's <laughs> down with getting some of that action as well. Oh, that cracked me up. And Chippo's like, oh, I'm going to protect him too, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah. You just feel like my, my cute, fluffy little wingman. <laughs> yeah. Shippo turns out makes a very poor wingman because he asks too many logical questions. Yeah. Like, but what would that... Was, was it, can you just <laughs> help me out, kid? You know that. Gotta get this lady in the mood. <laughs> and there's a, I have an editing issue here, but uh, I mean, I, I want to bring it up in the middle of the episode. But, uh, but we cut to uh, some kids who are handing Kikyo a bunch of medicinal 
plants. Yeah. And she's teaching them what they do. Is this a flashback, you ask? No. Kikio's around. She has found a village. And she has become that small village's priestess. And she's healing all of the children and tending to people's wounds. The children are very happy she's around. She's like a school teacher. Mm -hmm. And uh, a young girl, her name's Sayo? I think so. Uh, Really loves Kikio, of course. And a a monk nearby is watching, going, hmm. Uh, It tells his little uh, companion, do you sense the evil around her? Mm-hmm. And he says she's, she's a full-fledged demon. Yeah, an evil creation of some kind, I believe, in the subtitled one. Kikio notices the monk is nearby and calls him out. He's like, oh, very sorry. And as he approaches, let me ask you this. Do you think he drops this scroll on purpose? Oh, yeah, he says he does. He, it's, um... His acting is very good because it does look like he stumbles and it falls on the ground and then he uses this opportunity to say, hey, pick that up for me. What it was supposed to do was reveal her true form. Mm-hmm. So he was expecting her to be like, um, you know, like Sushomaru walks around as a human, but his true form is like that dog monster. Yeah, he doesn't know that she's made of clay, I'm yeah, guessing. But that is her true form. Mm-hmm. So I think... He drops it on purpose to get her to touch it, to turn into a monster, so the kids aren't going to feel bad that he's killing their <laughs> dear priestess. Well, I'm sure he's doing it to be sure as well. <laughs> he doesn't want to kill a civilian. No, I think he's pretty sure he's yeah. acting all the monsters. <laughs> you really hate this monk. <laughs> this monk's fine. <laughs> no, he's after for No, he's just he's not been through enough. This is going to be a, a point of contention. <laughs> if he had joined our main characters, you would be fine with him. No. Wait, you have a monk. Better monk. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but she can't pick it up. She just picks up the evil sutra, the anti-evil sutra, and hands it to him. Here you go. <laughs> she sits after his body. <laughs> I have a question about that. She, As he grabs it, an arc of lightning hits through him and blasts a shotgun blast of energy throughout his back. And he imagines, I guess, his soul... Falling into an abyss. Yeah. But he's fine. So I'm guessing he is. He has had a vision of... Well, the scroll was blank. Right. Okay. So she's like... I feel like she's used her powers to reflect it back on him. Oh, I see. Because, like, I mean, it wasn't even there. And it... I don't know. That's how I... Yeah, that could be it. It ends up not affecting him one way or another. Yeah, just kind of scaring him into... Yeah. But as she walks away, I says, "You're not for this world, and you should leave." So he's starting to learn like what she really is. She is a a grudge. uh, Yeah, she's not like a demon, really. She's she's dead. But the village loves her as she comes back to town and says, "Oh, why do we love that Kikyo?" And then (laughs) your equivalent is that monk's a real motherfucker. I hope he dies later. (laughs) <laughs> we flash back to the cliffside after the fall where uh, she just thinks about Inuyasha and uh, why why remembering you... her mm-hmm. but the child brings her back to reality and you'll never leave right 
pats her on the head, says, no, you're like a sister to me. She's found a new Kaede. <laughs> I don't like this evil well, Kikio. Well, she never got to see Kaede grow up. This is like, you know. Oh, Kaede's still around. She's probably. Well, the girl has <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but we're back with our group of heroes where Inuyasha and Kagome are uh, sitting guard over the dead princess. And uh, Moroku is off to quote-unquote protect the younger princess. And this is where he asks Shippo to transform into something cute so that... Uh, yeah, is he not cute? I mean, because he goes, so she'll be like, oh, it's little thought. Maybe he doesn't want to remind this woman of children. And Shippo's at that age where he's annoying. So it's like, no, 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 be a cute animal. <laughs> But what do you, like, once he starts seducing her, does Shippo just sit there and watch? Or is he like, I'm going to go now? <laughs> uh, well, turns out Miroku has a princess guarding remorse. <laughs> it's a little, little younger princess is all over him, but he does not want anything to do with her. But uh, plus her voice was all annoying, and she was, like, all clean. Like, very oh. needy. <laughs> <laughs> But beyond all that uh, point, she seemed way too young for him. Yeah. She seemed like 14, uh, maybe younger. Yeah. 14 at most. Yeah. It could have been him being like, ooh. <laughs> Perhaps it's not good to speculate. But while this is happening, uh, uh, Kagome cuddles up to Inuyasha, which uh, makes his face all red. And... Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like, Wait, what were you thinking? Yeah, uh, I like, oh. yeah, that it was like awkward. Mm -hmm. You were thinking that thought. He's like, hey, you're the one cuddling up to me. Oh, but lucky for them, the princess rises into the air. <laughs> and there is a reason to be scared. <laughs> yeah. This weird snake thing comes in to breathe her soul into its mouth, which pretty easily Inuyasha slices it. I know they've got a name. They come up with a name for these. I think they're soul carriers. Soul carriers. I think they call them soul carriers. Okay. As he slices it, uh, the soul disperses, and so does... It the... goes back into her mouth. Oh, it does? It does. Oh, I missed that So part. they... Yes, and she lays back down. So they did what they were paid for, mm -hmm. and they did manage to protect that princess's soul. But Inuyasha uh, asks what we ask, and says, there's still 15 minutes left in the episode. It can't just be <laughs> we're here to do this. What's going on? And Roku's like, I'm here. Far too late. <laughs> <laughs> Please, <laughs> let me help. And outside they notice that there are a bunch of soul carriers, uh, all with souls, and they're heading back to a singular point. But we're back with the little girl at the village. Uh, Sayo? Sayo. She's thinking about how that mean monk, it's uh, her teacher Kikio. Oh. But uh, she gets up and sees that Kikio is headed towards a lake. And sees her gathering the souls of all these tragic women. As... I mean, you can't ask for it too, you know? She's looking for trouble. Uh, how dare she wake up and see something well, she shouldn't see? You don't know. I mean, look at any horror movie. If you see someone acting weird moving around, don't follow them. This is about vanquishing evil, Lindsay. You sound <laughs> exactly like... Them. You sound exactly like the villain in season four of Angel. The second half of the season. You know what I'm talking about. All right, fine. But uh, Kikio, uh, as she's collecting all these souls, the monk confronts her, demanding that she return to the nether netherworld from whence she came. And he uses a dragon ball 
to. And she agrees. She gives him a chance. <laughs> Just let me live Don't here. Don't bother me. <laughs> no, he asks very logical questions. He says, why do you need all of these souls then if you just want to live here? Does the she need... get tired? <laughs> Does she need the souls to move? Do they just collect them in her clay body? Yeah, I think she had made a remark that um, the body won't move on. She can't move the body unless it's got souls. Yeah. Something like that. The price is too high, Lindsay. Uh... And then he comes at her with his magical dragon ball. Yep, that entangles her. But she doesn't really seem to get mad until he says he's going to save her. Yes. How dare he want to save her? Yes. Come on. Now, this is Kikyo's fault. You got to admit. Like, he wants to save her. And she's like, how dare you? (laughs) Well, she could spend two words to be like. (laughs) I got this handled, monk. Let me do my thing. She explodes his dragon, and the foot stabs him in the neck, and he bleeds out. And Sayo saw the whole thing. Yeah, a little chicken. <laughs> Kikyo apologizes and says, I must go now. And leaves. Yeah, oh my god, the little girl's like going, eh, and like, <laughs> like flinching. And then so Kikyo's like, all right, uh, time for me to go. And so she starts walking away, and the little girl's like, no! Make up your mind. You're scared of her. You want her to stay. But then Kikio's like, nope. I'm not giving you a second chance. No, Kikio knows she did something wrong. Why well, don't she feel bad for scaring a little girl? Oh, yeah, but she's but also... She, the she doesn't look... It's not the monk's fault. She's upset that <laughs> she has to do this stuff. She's, she doesn't want to. She should have just used the Shikan Jewel to stay alive. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. I would have changed it. She shouldn't have thought Inuyasha betrayed her. I never thought your love of Kikio was irrational until we talked about this episode. (laughs) And now... (laughs) Okay, to be fair, very first time I saw this, I was not on the Kikio train. Oh, some more stuff happens later. I did have to... I did see something that kind of opened my eyes to Kikio, and we'll talk about it more in the next episode. Uh... But... um, you know, now that I know what I know, I I, I can see why a lot of people are Kikyo haters. Mm-hmm. She does kind of cause problems. I don't know. You see it from her point of view. It's not that I want her dead. I do not see her as a villain in the traditional sense. I see her as a tragic character that... Uh, a tragic creature? Who, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> With a wicked smile. Who, <laughs> Must be laid to rest. And we have a Kikyo. It's Kagome. She's essentially Kikyo. The end. Oh, okay. All right. I'll wait. I'll wait for more episodes. But we're back with the gang, where they're discussing their next move. And Inuyasha's like, eh, there's really nothing in it for us to continue on this uh, this path. Yeah, we're not going to get any jewels. Kagome says, well, well, we're helping people. It's like, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, I love this part. And then they see that. The monk that yeah. was with the... Yeah, he ran monk. away and fell into the river. <laughs> the last scene. Forgot to mention that. Oh, geez. So, yeah, yeah he's floating, like, on his little basket. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
a person, go save him. There's just being the ashes yeah. in the water. Yeah. It's like, why do I have to? Good question, because Moroku's standing right there. And we all saw Kagome swim and pull a kid out of the river in episode two. Yeah. So really, she's just trying to prove a point. Quite capable, yes. She, yes. Trying to prove it, even after the after, after Dum Dum Shippo says it's an octopus, he's like, No, bitch, it's a, it's a, it's a person. <laughs> but when the priest awakens after they've saved him, uh, he screams at the sight of Kagome and updates the gang on everything. Here's the editing issue, real quick, I wanted to talk about. I think we should have followed our gang for the first half. Uh, they solved this problem with the priestess or, or the princess, rather. And then nothing else happens. They're confused. And then they're on the shoreline. They see the monk. Then we cut back to the village. Um, we reverse time a little bit and see what Kikio has been doing. Do it more of like a flashback? Sort like of, yeah. That this is the monk's story that he's saying. It's like, well, there's this priestess. There. And then see everything yeah. then as the monk's telling it instead of. Although, yeah, although that, now I'm realizing that opens up the question of, uh, how do you know all this? You weren't there for half of these scenes. It's, it's like, uh, never mind. <laughs> Not an editor, folks. <laughs> I won't return my calls. But as as they learn all of the, what's been happening in the village, Inuyasha gets very serious. And no, what? Yep, knows. Oh, no. He runs off. In the direction of the village, I'm guessing, where that priest said. Yeah, maybe to pick up her tent. Yeah. Oh, the lakeside, right. That's where he's headed to. I guess they just leave the monk there because the next scene is uh, yeah. Kagome talking <laughs> with Moroku and Shippo. Like, and... well, I was told you out of a river. Can't really do anything else for you. <laughs> yeah, Kagome's like, okay, with letting him go off alone until Moroku says that, uh, you know, he'd try to meet, reunite with her if, uh, for him yeah something about like well maybe she's changed for the better you know that'd be okay i'd get back together yeah shippo's the one who's like oh maybe she's changed for the better you ever think about that what would you do then it's like well i guess i'd try to you know, date that ass a bit <laughs> kagome yeah. who for some reason never considered this is like oh really you're like oh no i'm not promising she's dead <laughs> made a play getting my stuff i'm headed back to the well <laughs> like, oh, okay like super jelly mode yeah. Hold on. As Moroku's like following, like, hey, hey. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> Moroku's like a real, we'll talk about it in the next episode too, but he's just like saying all the wrong things. <laughs> and Moroku and Inuyasha are very different people. There's Moroku, the stuff he would do is not necessarily the stuff that Inuyasha would do. <laughs> yeah. I think Moroku's, um... yeah, they're both clueless. But in different ways. Like Inuyasha's is completely naive. Yeah, I would call Inuyasha more clueless. Moroku is not clueless. He is just manipulative and a, and a liar. Yeah, but he's not. Um, he doesn't take care about what he's. He doesn't have a filter, I guess. Okay, all right. Whereas Inuyasha like says the wrong thing, but it's just because he doesn't know. Yeah, he hasn't Moroku, learned otherwise. Knows, but it's like he can't help himself from like saying things that well. They're yeah, 
They're different because of him. <laughs> I think he's also written off Kagome as a as a prospect because oh, yeah. this is the longest time he's spent around the same woman. So he's like, okay, you're a friend now. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, he usually tries to sell pitch once, and you don't you don't buy it, then he, he moves on, on to the next one. Yeah, there'll always be another woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as they're headed back towards the well, an evil wind appears, and it's the souls. She start keeping track of how many times they're just sitting around and then something happens around them and the plot of the episode happens. So it seems this is like the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. So show Maru-san, Samar, it's the souls where they give chase. They give chase to the souls. Moroku and Shippo are thwarted by a giant magical barrier. So alone, Kagome comes across Kikio in a terrifying-looking body tree that she has just draped across. I do think that was great, her falling down the hill. I don't know why I like that animation so much. <laughs> really? But with her, the way she trips and then falls, I don't know, it just makes me laugh. I'll have to look it up again. I, I feel like, oh, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clumsy, too. <laughs> so way to go, May. She found Kiko. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she might not have found her if she yeah. hadn't fallen down the hill. I'm happy to see the return of Way to Gome. <laughs> but that's the end of the episode. We end on that cliffhanger. And then closing credits, still just the Shomaru flying through space. <laughs> so here's what I'll say I don't hate Kikio. I do think magic needs to help her move on. I don't think. Her sticking around is really helping anybody. I am very happy to see Kiki. I like Do you like her as a character or as a um, as a dramatic plot device? That uh... I like her as a character. Oh, okay. I do. I mean, she's not. This isn't the last time we're going to see Kiki. Oh, I figured. <laughs> um, I think there are some interesting things. Like, uh, like Paul Naraku finds out. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, hey, <laughs> yeah, this would be like the perfect, like everybody could have a girlfriend. Yeah, I think there's some interesting things ahead to do with her. Um, and I do, she is a very sad, tragic character. And uh, we could talk more next episode, but mm-hmm. it's a really rough wall triangle they have. I do not envy any of those. Yeah. Anyone in that triangle. No. Anyway, I'm excited for the next episode. We're going to probably talk a lot about the psychology of our characters. <laughs> so tune in next time for We View Yasha and other tales. Easy. <laughs> Take us out.